Hey, Tyler. What's up? Tell us about your first date with Natalie. My first date with Natalie. So we had like one of those like friends having coffee dates first, you know? Uh-huh. And so yeah. like, I don't know if that's like... Doesn't count. No. Yeah, because it wasn't defined as a date yet. No, it doesn't count. Okay. So initially it was the, the just friends hanging out, getting coffee. Yeah. And then the next time I took her to dinner. So oh, cool. we did the whole, went to coffee with her, reconnected, and then asked her to a second coffee. And then from there asked her on an actual date. Okay. And so, yeah. I heard there's something about you went down to the river or something like that. Well, we did go down to the river. That wasn't technically our first date, but we uh, did go down to the river on probably our, or it was our second date. Okay. So that was when we went hiking. That was when we went down to the river. Wow. Um, yeah. She's an outdoorsy person. So I figured, you know, all right, I'm going to do something more that direction. Just hook her in real quick. <laughs> the first day, though, this is pretty funny. I picked her up from her parents' house on the very first date, and it was your traditional, like, everything you can imagine going to the parents' house kind of thing. Yeah. Her, her mom came and brought out, um, like, an old, like, uh, child, like book that she wrote as a kid with, like, all the kid drawings. She showed me, like, the old pictures of her with the, like, Bob, like, Dory the Explorer cut haircut. Wow. It was, it was awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. And you, just, you knew, right? Oh, at that yeah, moment. yeah. It was, that was yeah, it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's it was the, the true traditional, like, TV stereotype first date. What's up? Talking about some really fun stuff in the life of Hope Church. Uh, man, yes, I, I say this often, but yesterday was just one of my favorite Sundays uh, in the life of Hope Church. It was incredible. So I'm uh, a little biased, but it might have been <laughs> yeah, my favorite Sunday. <laughs> That's awesome. So we um, we just called it our Make and Send Sunday, which is our our mission. We exist to make and send disciples of Jesus Christ, and it was really cool because we got to have Carlos Guevara there from Somos Ecclesia. Uh, which is a church that we planted. It's launched in September of this year, and um, and we one year ago was when we announced um, that they were going to be planting a church. And so today, uh, or this past Sunday, we were able to announce our second church plant, uh, Willio River Church, which is going to launch out in Roswell, uh, out at a church building called Willio Baptist Church, formerly Willio Baptist Church. On Willio Road. That's it. Um, so we're really, really not Willio. Not Willio. I've said that wrong for so <laughs> long. Um, but yesterday in the sermon, we were in First Corinthians chapter three, and um, and just really talked about what the purpose of the church is and and why it matters. Like, what's our vision and why does it matter? And um, so we're in First Corinthians three one through nine. We said primarily three things. Um, we had to understand, like, Church of Corinth was really a mess. And uh, I think if you could just, just describe them in one word, it was that they were very, very immature and had a little understanding about what, what the purpose of the church was. And there's a lot of division mm-hmm. and a lot, of, uh, a lot of issues going on. And so the Apostle Paul kind of calls them out and then, and then helps try to redirect them into what's most important. And so... We said three things out of that passage that we saw of why the church mission is important. And first is that the church belongs to Jesus. Uh, first and foremost, the church belongs to Jesus and not to any person or any organization or any denomination or anyone else. Um, and so he's calling them out for being spiritually immature 
um, and really highlights two reasons why they were spiritually immature. One was they were operating in a human way with human understanding, and then two was that they were really kind of platforming people and talking about, you know, well, I was baptized by Paul, or I was baptized by Apollos, or I'm a follower of this person or that person, and uh, we just kind of made the point that, one, we want to operate in a spiritual way, and spiritual ways often are countercultural and counterintuitive, and we just got to be dependent on the Holy Spirit to guide and lead and direct us mm. as a church into what He's calling us to do. And then, two, that the church is not built on any person or personality. It's not built on me. It's not built on our elder team or anyone else. Um, it's, it's built on Jesus Christ alone, So, and it belongs to Jesus. And that led right into the second point, which we see that the church is built by Jesus. Um, so, you know, the Apostle Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. Uh, so neither he who plants nor he who waters anything, but only God who gives the growth. And so we just made the point that, man, really in God's church, we're all servants. Uh, we all have different roles, some plant, some water, but we, we all serve the Lord, and, and then it's God's job to grow his church. Um, and that leads to the last thing, which is that, you know, we're, the church works together, and we're called as God's global church to work together. And so verse 9, Paul said, you know, for all, we are all God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. And that word fellow workers is really interesting because it, it's really twofold, meaning that we are co-workers with God, but that we're also co-workers with God's people, with one another. And so uh, that really led us into um, where we feel like the Lord is leading us in the next season, the next step of Hope Church, which is to plant more churches. And so we were given a building, we've talked about this before, given a building in uh, Roswell off of Willio Road, and uh, we prayed for a few months about what to do with that. And you know, God, God just really made it clear that Tyler and Natalie uh, were called, that they, they had the character to plant, and that he was leading them to start a new work out mm-hmm. in Roswell. So I'm so pumped about it. I'm so pumped about what God's doing in Hope Church and through Hope Church. And man, even just in this year and a half that we've been going, that we get to, we just get to be a part of something bigger, mm-hmm. which is God's kingdom and uh, so I want to I want to kind of yield the rest of our time just to let Tyler talk about um, Willio and sure. his heart and vision and um, and what's next in terms of next steps. So Tyler, take it away, man. Just tell us one. I mean, what led you and Natalie to feel led to planting a church sure. in Roswell, and uh, and then tell us a little bit about your heart and vision and what what's coming in the days ahead. Yeah. So without being like too long winded in that answer, um, ultimately. It came down to, so we've been married for about a year and a half. And even in our dating process, um, Natalie has known and seen that like the direction the Lord has already been leading my life was a life towards particularly ministry and then a fascination and a desire for planting. Just seeing it as kind of this natural example of discipleship and that if we are to do it well, then we'll see kind of what's happening at Hope Church, which is this process of making and sending. The biggest level of sending would be completely sending and starting new. And so um, for us, that has been kind of a conversation since day one um, in, in just our marriage, but then it's allowed us to figure out what does that look like to do together. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a big thing for me and a big thing for us is to see, well, this is a direction I feel the Lord is leading towards me, but also the bigger thing is he's called me to 
um, lead our family and our marriage and all of those things well. And so how can we do those two together and how can we seek the Lord in his direction for both of our lives? And so that's led us through a process of me finishing up seminary. It's led us a process of a lot of time in prayer and a lot of time in conversations and serving Hope Church and growing together in kind of a church plant in those ways and led us to Puerto Rico to go serve in a different capacity down there and to serve in more of a missional um, kind of capacity and just seeing, well, like, Lord, what do you have for us? And throughout that whole time, um, the Lord was already working with Willio Baptist Church and with that relationship with Hope Church. Mm. And so it kind of led us to this place of, um, Lord, are you calling us to stay here? Are you calling us to go? Or are you calling us to something completely different? And through all of that, we kind of kept feeling the Spirit just bring us here and bring us to an area in which we just truly love. Like we shared earlier, one of our first dates was down by the river. Mm. Um, a lot of our stories of even our past are held around that area. Our date nights are down at restaurants in Roswell. I heard and you're going to so, buy a van down by the river. Yeah, is I'm going to buy a van, okay. and we're going to yeah. live in a van down by the river. <laughs> that is our strategy for how do we reach people. It's starting with a van down by the river. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we really do. We love Roswell, and we love... Um, it's just... it. it it fits us. You know, it is, it is us. It is the culture. It's the people that we want to be around and we want to see. Um, I didn't share this story on Sunday, but even recently we were down there in Roswell um, just having dinner and got to spark a conversation with one of the, the waitresses at the restaurant we were at and just started talking about church and talking about this desire for our church and got to show her some of the magazine that we've created and just saw excitement towards something new being down there. And that was like such a blessing from the Lord talking about the spirit moving as just a sweet reminder that he is the one already preparing the hearts of people. And so it's not mine and it's not our church or Hope Church's church. It's the Lord's church. And we know that he will build his people. And so I'm just excited to be like faithful in the process of seeing that happen. Hmm. It's terrifying, but excited. Yeah, absolutely. So what are, what are some of the next steps that you see like the Lord leading in at, at Willio? Yeah. So um, next steps for us will be starting an interest meeting and gathering people. Mm. So um, that is kind of the big next thing that we will be doing is we know that like our desire and our heart and our prayer is to reach lost people in Roswell. Mm. But that comes with having a core team of people who are like-minded, aligned in Christ and are functionally a church in that way. And so we're asking for people to pray and to come along and to connect us with people they know in the area who might be interested and just be able to gather together and, and learn what it's like to be the church together there. And so we need people to run in different positions. We know that like the church can't stand on me or me and Natalie alone, but we need a team of people. We need saints in order to work alongside each other. Yeah. And so you guys are looking to start like community groups out there yeah. and uh, have some interest meetings and stuff like that. Yeah. So like specifically, we'll have our first interest meeting January 22nd. And then from that, be able to provide a little more detail on our vision and mission as a church and what's going to make us um, just the heartbeat behind who we are in our community and reaching to people there. And then on top of that, we'll share some of those um, opportunities and examples for just community to start. And that main thing would be a community group. So we're, we're planning to start that in February Cool. and start rocking and rolling. Love it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Hey, take a minute and just tell a little bit about the process that we walked through um, to like to say, okay, we think you're ready to plant a church. Yeah. And 
I mean, I know that was, that was actually like a months long process that many people probably don't know about, but we're not just out here like, Hey, we decided (laughs) one day, like, let's just go ahead and do it. But that we really do partner with the send network and uh, with many others. And obviously you said you, you know, you finished seminary Mm -hmm. and, Yes, yeah, so that's where I'd say, like, for a while, so. to Hope Church credit, I wouldn't even say this has been a month-long process, but it's been years long. Mm-hmm. So, like, before Hope Church had even started our core team or launched, Hope Church was already investing in me for the sake of planting more churches. Yeah. And I think that is incredible in the heartbeat of a church, that this is something, such a desire that you and the other elders were willing to uh, help support me from the very beginning. And so a big piece of that has been seminary and just being able to learn and grow. A big piece has been providing me opportunities to lead and to preach and to to see what it's like to raise up teams and community groups and students and just do different aspects of the church to see a bigger picture of it. The other side of that would be the North American Mission Board's involvement. And so for them, it's a process of assessment to see if I and me and Natalie are ready and spiritually ready to plant a church. And so that has been about a three-month process of, of doing paperwork and um, filling out personality tests and marriage quizzes and um, just theology stuff and church leadership and pretty much every aspect of that's going to be tested in the process of planting to prepare us for a retreat that we went on. And so that was the week before Thanksgiving. We went on a two-day retreat down to Miami um, where we got to sit with church planters and pastors and counselors um, to just invest in us for those days and seek to strengthen us and see if we're ready to plant. Yeah. And you got the green light. We got the green light. Which is awesome. Oh, man. It was, I don't think, I mean, just an average listener out here doesn't, doesn't know. That's sure, like a, sure. It's like a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no yeah. easy task. Yeah. Um, and, and not everybody does. No, and so, man, and it, it's a process where even in it, you're like, oh, man, I don't know. You know, yeah. they're, they're great at being able to provide just next steps and growth and ways in which we can be looking towards the future. Um, yeah. So it's a great process. Yeah. But we a terrifying that. process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely, we're like, for sure. I don't know if we're going to make it, y'all. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to pass this thing. Uh, but it's like you look back and it's such a healthy process. To, yeah. yeah. To, Extremely to, thankful for it. To see how to grow and what you can, you know, what you can do and, and potential blind spots or areas that you need work on. And, uh, man, we, we love that. Uh, we, the, going through it is very, very difficult. Um, but on the other side, you know, you, you're so grateful for it mm-hmm. and, uh, has helped set us up for, you know, great success in planting and what we would hope would be, you know, sustainability to sure. stay in ministry for the long term. So, uh, so we're really, really grateful for it. So, well, man, I'm so pumped for you. I mean, like I said, yesterday was just one of the sweetest Sundays and then having everybody come around and, Pray over you at the end. Um, yeah, man, what I, I'll, that'll stick with me forever. So. Oh man, me too. There's yeah. like, yeah, about nothing that has instead more emotion, uh, but more excitement than seeing that much of Hope Church around us and for us and excited for what's to come. Yeah, I, I like, I can't speak enough to anyone who is potentially thinking of planting churches to have that sort of relationship with us. Come to church. Hope Church. Yeah, yeah, just a, a humble plug here. Yeah, yeah. We'll send you to seminary. <laughs> And then we'll help you plant a church. Uh, <laughs> so, but no, we are that, that and excited for how it'll continue and that this relationship is long standing and built on friendship. And yeah. so, yeah. And that's our, I mean, that's our thing. I and mean, I said it yesterday, but, you know, we, our heart is we want to help people discern, like, what is God calling you to do? And then, you know, equip and train and support you in doing what God's called you to do. And so for some, that may be, 
just leading your family well. Yeah. And growing as a disciple and being a great, great employee in your, your job and taking care of your family and supporting the church and serving in the church. For some people, it may, may look like going on the mission field for a time or a season or for life. Um, and going and you know reaching people that have little to no access to the gospel, um, and we want to support and help people do that. Yeah. Um, for some, it may be being trained up to be a leader in a church plant or at another church. I mean, we don't have to just be a church sure. plant. I mean, I'd love if we raised up people to go be pastors of existing churches or executive pastors or discipleship pastors uh, of existing churches or work in the children's ministry, whatever. I mean, we just want to raise people up, support, encourage them to go do what God's calling them to do. And then, you know, when in the in the case of church planting, mm. I mean, our heart is, I want you, just as we want Carlos Guevara, to start the church that God's called you to start with your vision and your mission and to, to reach your context uh, with the gospel. And I, made, I mean, I joked about it yesterday, like the Roswell context is very different than John's Creek context. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Not, it's worlds apart. Um, and so I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily like a down by the river type guy. Sure. Um, and I mean, I think you're uniquely equipped to reach people over there with the gospel. And um, we just want to support in that. And so it's, it's not like a, it's not like a campus, you know, that you're not, yeah. you're not going to be like the Hope Church Roswell campus sure. pastor. Um, we want to, we want to support you to go be the lead guy with your leadership team and yeah. your resources and your your heart and calling and vision. Um, and man, we don't, we don't have anything against campuses or, or churches sure. that are starting campuses because I mean, ultimately, I think all of us in any healthy church is just trying to reach people with the gospel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Um, but we just felt like for our heart, that God put it on our heart to, to just to just send out people to mm-hmm. plant churches and and sacrifice as much as we possibly can um, to help people do that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, this is number two, and we specifically prayed for three more uh, in the first 10 years of mm-hmm. our of our existence. Um, you know, I, I'd love for there to be 30 more sure. or 40 more. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we're sitting around and doing these podcasts with a number of guys, um, you know, in the years to come yeah. and just... What kind of legacy would that be? That it's you know we we all look back and this was just this little little spark that that the Lord used to reach thousands of people in North Atlanta and across the nation across the world that we'll never meet um, you know but whose lives will be forever impacted sure. just by us trying our very best. <laughs> I mean like you know like broken vessels over here, uh-huh. but like trying our very best to just serve the Lord humbly and faithfully and. Uh, and support others who are doing work of ministry. So uh, that's our heart. Like I said, it, if, if you didn't get to watch the service or listen to the sermon yesterday, I'd encourage you to go back and do that because it was just a sweet time. And we'd love to invite you to Hope Church. Uh, or if you speak Spanish, you can go to uh, Somos Ecclesia on Sunday afternoons in Buford or, or now Willio if you're interested in being a yep. part of that team. Um, and they'll be getting getting things started up here in January. And so... Uh, we're excited to see what God's going to do, and just can't wait to f- wait for the days ahead. So if you want to find out more, you can find out more on our website, hopechurchjc.com. A couple of quick announcements. This Saturday, we do have our Serve Saturday. 
they're going to be going out canvassing our community and inviting people to come to our Christmas Eve service and doing some prayer walking. And then on the 18th, we've got a volunteer Christmas party. Uh, so really excited about that. And uh, you can sign up, you volunteer, serve in any capacity at Hope Church, or you're interested in serving, you can let us know and come be a part of that fun volunteer Christmas party on the 18th. So uh, that's what we've got. And uh, can't wait to see you guys this Sunday at 10 a.m. Hope you have a blessed week and we'll see you later.